All right, today I'm here with Terrell Davis, and um, first off, what branch of the military did you serve in? Army. Army? What years? I joined in 84, and I retired in 13. Wow. Full career then, huh? Uh, 29 and a half. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. unfortunately, I made a major mistake. I should have stayed in the active duty, but I got out and went, I finished in the reserves, and I shouldn't have done it. You just should have stayed in active the whole time? I would have been retired 16 years ago. <laughs> so, you, are you, so, man. So, why, what, made you, what made you do the reserves instead of staying active? Just uh, Well, I don't really know. At, at the time... You're 21 years old, and you're not thinking logically. Yeah. Uh, I I made a few mistakes, and it's not going to do any good for this interview. Well, yeah, yeah, obviously. But I love talking to young people and try to tell them about the military uh, because there is so many different jobs to do. Oh, yeah. You don't have to be the combat yeah, you don't have to be infantry. infantry. Yeah, you can you be don't an have engineer. To. There's a zillion yeah. jobs out there. IT, health field, um, all that stuff. And the one good thing about the military, it, it allowed me. I've been all over the world uh, for not always bad <laughs> missions. <laughs> Some of them were actually great missions. Uh, and I like to talk to young people about it because. All you have to do is 20 years. And when you tell an 18-year-old 20 years, it seems like... That's a, that's their whole life, yeah. But in reality, it goes by like that. It does. It does. I, I've been in this business for 15, and it felt like it went like that. It's the it's unbelievable. My best friend signed up when we were 18, and he he's, was going to get out. He's in the Navy, but uh, he just got a pretty sweet gig. So he's staying in for even longer. So... It just it went by so fast. It was kind of strange. My uh, my wife went to school in uh, St. James, Missouri. Yeah, why not? One of her classmates said, "You know, your husband was a vet. We want a vet to come speak to the children in the grade school." And so I volunteered and I did it, and I I did have fun, and I I taught them the basic marching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The basic marching, and I would march them around. That's awesome. But I did talk to him about the military. I don't know, you know, you're talking about third graders. I don't know how if any of it stuck, but the marching, I'm sure, did. Well, but they all went home and marched. <laughs> I but the parents maybe, were happy maybe. for a day. <laughs> so '84, you said, right? Uh, what made you get in? Well, you just you're 18. You want to get the heck. Get out, heck of out of here. You can say help. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, all right. You want to get the heck out of Marshville, Missouri? Yeah. You just, and uh, one of my classmates said, hey, man, let's go join the Army. I was like, all right. <laughs> so we did. <laughs> you know, it's funny how many, I've been doing this thing for five years and that you aren't alone, where it was like, you know, I, my buddy said he was doing it and talked me into it, and I went down, and I ended up staying longer in it than he did. That's why I got in the reserves, actually, because I got out of the Army. And two years later, one of my buddies, he got out, and he goes, Terrell, we, we got to make money. He goes, let's, let's join the reserves. Hell, they don't go to war. 
that that is way wrong. Yeah, that's way wrong. <laughs> the reserve is, is we ran out of these guys and we need our reserves. Uh, not anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, half the fighting force is reserves, which I'm I'm criticizing it because you don't retire until you're done. You don't draw a paycheck to your way old. Now, I was benefited by becoming a, a, a VA, a person. I got my VA card. That helped me a lot because uh, five years ago, I had a pretty major motorcycle crash. Mm-hmm. I coded twice. Oh, wow. I had like 21 breaks in my body, Holy brain Lord. injury, you name it. It was, and I coded twice, but... Uh, when they was hauling me in, I was in a I was in a freaking coma for I don't know how long. But they said, uh, "Hey, this guy's a veteran," and so they sent all the bills one million three hundred thousand dollars to the VA. VA rejected all of it, and uh, that that was kind. Of, which it was okay. I had a civilian job with uh, I had medical benefits. Yeah, so yeah. It was all good. If you didn't, you're up a creek. Oh yeah. But, uh, yeah, but yeah. after that, I, I got to questioning, and I found out that you can get a VA card. There's just hoops you have to go through. Yeah, they don't it. make it easy for you to do They don't it. make no. it easy. And just I, the guy one of see. my homeboys, I just told him that the other day. I said, dude, you got to get your VA card because he's a vet. And he goes, well, I was just, I didn't retire like you. And I was like, that don't matter, bro. You, you, you was in hazardous duty during Desert Storm, so you've done your time, bro. So he's doing it now. But it's anyway, good. I don't know why they make it so damn difficult. One month ago, after the motorcycle crash, I had a brain surgery during the crash. But a month ago, I had another brain surgery resulting from the crash. And uh, the VA picked it up, every bit of it. Wow. The 1300000 they didn't touch it. But this 70000 brain surgery, they did. They nailed it all. So it behooves you. If you're just a weekend warrior, get your VA card. Yeah, fight for your benefits. It sucks that they make it hard for you to have to do that, but that's a fact and you need to. So that's a good reminder. I covered it all. So I'm assuming you did spend time overseas in Desert Storm. Is that what you said? I didn't do Desert Storm. I did Bosnia, Afghanistan, and you can't really count Kuwait. That was Camp Cupcake. There wasn't nobody shooting at me there. Yeah. But... At that point in time, Kuwait was still paying hazardous duty, which it's not anymore, which it shouldn't have been then. <laughs> I was there for a year, and there was no conflict there. It was just business as nothing, usual? Nothing. Wow. But uh, Bosnia was, nobody ever talks about that. That's kind of like the, the forgotten one. Yeah, I've, I understand. But uh, I got... I don't like that this is already being recording, but I got shot at more times in Bosnia than I did in Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine from what you hear. That's unbelievable. So, um, something else we want to talk about. You ride, which is, you still ride, right? It's funny. When I had the bike crash, and I come out of that, and it was months and months of brain uh, recouping and all this other stuff. It was months of... I mean, this leg is titanium. This rib cage is all plated. It broke everything. But I was in a wheelchair for months, and the docs were saying I'd never walk again. And I got little man syndrome. Don't tell me I'm yeah. not going to do something. That's probably the best thing he could have told you. Uh, but uh, Yeah, probably. 
But it was funny because I bought the Harley I have now while I was in a wheelchair, and they're telling me I never. And the docs, they's like, "You bought another one," and I was like, "Let me tell you something, Doc. You got to kill me all the way because I love riding. I've rode all over this country." You got. You're right, though. You got. I love that. You got to kill me all the way. Um, <laughs> so Terrell actually is an author, um, and he brought a copy of his book uh, called Road Thoughts, which you self-published, and it's basically kind of uh, about your, uh, obviously, time riding around the country. Well, it was supposed to be. Here's what. Okay, Shiza, I'm getting off track again. That's bro. all right. This says Vasilandos. Uh huh. Uh, years ago, a professor that I knew, I was in the military with him. He told me about a John Steinbeck book. And in the book, he mentions it's not even a real Spanish word, vacilandos. And in the book, uh, to be a vacilando, it means you just want to go. And you don't really give a rat's butt when you get there, or even if you get there. It's just your passion is to go. And this professor, who he's now... uh, He quit teaching in college and opened up a brew pub up in Hamilton, Missouri. So now he's a brewmaster. But anyway, <laughs> uh, he goes, Terrell, well, for starters, he introduced me to the book, and I read the book. I loved it. Steinbeck's one of the best American, he, uh, one of the greatest he, American authors of all time. You've got to read Hands 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 Travels Hands. with Charlie. I think I may have when I was in college, because I went through a really big Steinbeck period during that period. I need to, re- I need to revisit it, but I've read a ton of Steinbeck. It sounds <laughs> me, familiar. Me but it's like one of those things. I'm, I'm, I have a really bad problem with rush. You know what I mean? I'm not patient. I go through things fast, and I binge things. The problem with that is you don't retain it as much. You know what I mean? I mean, when the Harry Potter books, for example, are coming out, I read every one of some of those. I read cover to cover in a day, two days. <laughs> Could I tell you what happened in them? Not very good. But so you see what I mean? I, I have a problem with retain because I rush through things. So he told me about the book, and I read it, and I loved it. And he goes, I want you to write a book about everything that goes through our minds when we're riding. And me and him, we rode, we haven't rode all over the country together, but we rode over a lot of it together in the time that I've known him. And he goes, I want you to write a book. And I was like, dude, you're the professor. I'm not a professor. He goes, yeah, but you're the one with the imagination. So I thought, okay. So that's where I came up with Road Thoughts, was to write about the things that's going through my mind because we did that when we'd ride across the country every time we'd stop at the next little gas station to get a coffee or whatever we would talk about all the stuff we were thinking about looking at the environment and the, the drivers and the mountains yeah and so that's this that's what the basis of the book was all about what goes to your mind when you're riding but unfortunately that took me a lot of years to finish it and I completed college while I was doing the book. I went to Afghanistan and Kuwait while I was doing the book and I don't think I was doing it in Bosnia because that was a long time ago. It was way back. So it was mostly, but a lot of the book is I'm in a foreign freaking country. So it's not all writing thoughts unfortunately. Maybe but, my next one will be all right. But hey, it, it's a really good, it's a really good, uh, especially if you are, in, like I'm big on human connection in the human story. That's the big reason why I do this. I mean, obviously I'm honoring, we're honoring veterans, but more than that, I think it's about the human story and about the human connection. 
each story is individual, and that's what you get with this, which is important. It's valid. Well, I brought that to give it to you. I appreciate it. And I didn't know if you were a reader. Yeah, I'll read it, I guess totally. you are. Yeah, yeah. Now, I am totally cool with criticism. It ain't going to hurt my feelings oh, at all. Uh, and looking back, I could have done it better. I know I could have done it better. But I still, one of my biker friends, she told me, when I read your book, I cried four times. Why? And I was like, well, I guess I accomplished that mission. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to read it. Thank you for bringing it. Cool. Um, are you working on another book? Well, I said I keep thinking about it constantly, but I, I think I have to be fully retired. And that way I can just go. Yeah. And right now, you know, you have to work. So you don't really have the freedoms. Those hours that you get at home, you want to spend doing other things. I, no, I, I plan on writing another one. I haven't really decided if it's going to be on the road again, what I think on the road, or is it just going to be the world the way I see it? Because many times in life, I don't view things the way the majority views it. Mm -hmm. I constantly, being pointed out that, Terrell, you can't think that way. You can't. I'm like, oh, okay. I can't think that way. I just don't always see the world the same way yeah. the population does. Yeah. Oh, well, that's that's part about being human, man. I guess. I mean, that's that's. Sure makes people mad. Well, you don't agree with yeah, them. Yeah, but it, again, if we if we all agreed, what kind of boring place would we live in, right? We're all wearing the same stuff, believing the same things. It would not be the great country we call America. Perhaps. I guess. Well, can't wait to read this book. Terrell, thank you so much for coming to lunch today. And uh, thank you so much for your service. I really appreciate it, sir.